Good morning. Welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and I am your host for a gardening show that we take in call-in questions and text messages. We just enjoy answering your garden dilemmas or suggestions if you need suggestions. This is a great time, great part of Saturday morning to talk with you and, uh, and, and, and be with us while we just discuss our passion of gardening. Good morning, Lizzie. Good morning. How are you? I am good. Have you had a good week? Uh, excellent week, except for the allergies. As you might be able to hear in my voice, it's still attacking me. It's crazy. It is, you know, and that, that leads into kind of the weather for gardening right now is that we've had no rain to tamp down the pollen that we are getting from allergies or getting our allergies from. And so it doesn't look like we're going to get any this week either. Shut your mouth. I know. I know. I just, I'm, I'm dancing. I'm <laughs> dancing. Is there any special uh, things that we need to do to get some more rain? Let's see. Hmm. How are you holding your mouth whenever you're doing it? <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> and so uh, it's, it's just important to make sure that, you know, with your landscapes, especially new landscapes that you're putting in or new plants that you're putting in, that they do get adequate water, but not too much. I had a situation down in um, uh, Polk County. I'm designing a landscape down there, and we moved some huge palm trees. These were really big palm trees. They were cabbage palms. But uh, they some of the fronds are starting to decline, and uh, the homeowner is watering them every day. Ooh. And, you know, yes, you need to make sure that the plants get water, but palm trees are really... They, they are very drought tolerant and they don't have a big root system. So, you know, watering them when the soil gets dry is important. So it's going to be, I think they were watering a little too much, but then also to the fronds, you know, with the stress of transplanting. Whenever you transplant and move plants around, you are going to see a couple of the, you know, fronds or branches kind of decline only because you've, uh, you know, you've cut that root system and the root systems go to different areas of the plant. So that's where you will see the decline. And so, uh, you know, when you're, when you're doing that, when you're noticing a problem, good for you. Keeping your eye on the problem. You don't want to forget your plants. Walk your yards on a regular basis and just notice things. Notice that uh, that's turning a little gray or, you know, that's not growing as much. I'm surprised that crepe myrtles haven't flowered out or, you know, uh, leafed out. There's a lot of trees that are taking a long time to come out uh and you know for springtime i would have thought they'd have been more but it, it could be the rain the lack of rain yes yeah, i was gonna say i think maybe because of the rain i mean it's it's dusty like to the point where we actually <laughs> this is horrible we kind of watered our driveway because it was so dusty like i'm to the point where i'm just and any type of dirt in the area is now turned into sand and sand pits and i'm yes. just like <gasps> i can't breathe yeah no so. I, that's you know I, you, you see that in areas where um, they have uh, mining situations, they have the water going on, and it's to tamp down the dust and, and uh, you know, from the wind and stuff like that. I am very excited. One of um, my favorite nurseries uh, out of state, this is one that I visit when I travel, is the Plant Delights Nursery, and their catalog is out for spring. And in fact, they have two different catalogs. These catalogs are free. And what is amazing to me is that uh, they have plants that you can't find anywhere else. And the catalog is so funny. They are collector's items. They're free. So if you would like to have a, uh, you know, a catalog, you know, you can ask them for it. They do say send chocolate, but you don't have <laughs> 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 They will accept chocolate. Uh, and so uh, uh, the um, website is plantdelights.com, plantdelights.com. And you can check it out. It's in uh, North Carolina, in right outside of Raleigh, um, North Carolina, and it's just a great, um, it's just a great nursery. I'm getting more comfortable, you know, with buying locally. Um, your plants. You want to support local businesses, local na native nurseries, and plant locally from from stores that that are here. But you know, sometimes you just can't find what you want, and you know, True. getting them online. The, the nurseries and garden industry is getting really good about shipping plants. And, uh, you know, it's just an advantage for those of us who don't want cookie-cutter landscapes. You know, I, I really don't like to plant something that everybody else has. I like that one-of-a-kind plant that somebody goes, oh, my goodness, what's that? 
and hopefully I know what it is uh, when they ask me. And so, uh, you know, plantdelights.com, Tony Avent and Anita Avent uh, is just a great nursery, and uh, he comes on the show and uh, talks about all the different plants that he's found, and they have over 1,400 plants that they sell online. So that's pretty incredible. Uh, we are going to uh, have a great show for you today. I've been visiting friends this week. Uh, Leah Brooks is going to be on in the second hour. If you follow her Facebook page, and it's Ditto Brooks, D-I-T-T-O-B-R-O-O-K-S. Um, she had a wonderful dish, a salad that she um, prepared this week from her garden. And it looked so good. It looked like it was from a restaurant. Uh, you know, just a fabulous, fabulous meal that she brings in the food that she grows outside. And so she's going to be on in our second hour because she's growing plants right now that should have died long ago. You know, they're winter plants. They need cooler temperatures. And she's growing like strawberries right now. She has superpowers. She does. She Mm -hmm. is just, she is a superhero. And so I'm going to talk to her. And uh, coming up next, uh, we are going to be uh, talking uh, to Dr. Kate Richardson, with the Florida Fish and Wildlife uh, uh, Conservation uh, Commission. And it's very important. We have a a holiday we're going to celebrate this month. I want everyone to pay attention to it. It's about a species that if it it becomes extinct, 350 other species will go extinct too as well. So you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, makers of Mosquito Bits and Dunks, Better Lawns and Gardens and Florida's Talk Entertainment, Talk and Entertainment Network. We got it. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at 800-914-0465. That's 800-914-0465. 800-914-0465. Sponsored by Everquote. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro's zero-turn mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like MyRide suspension that takes the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable Ironforge cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit toro.com slash zero-turn to find yours. If your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit year-round spray oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests, but Summit year-round spray oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit year-round spray oil is available at fine garden centers and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. 
By now, you know exactly what a medical alert device is. So let's talk about what we offer. One of the best prices for medical alert devices in the country. If you're on a fixed income, call our special medical alert hotline right now. You'll qualify for free equipment and our best price starting at a dollar a day. That's it. You could have your loved one or yourself protected by the largest medical emergency response network in the country. If you need a medical alert system for your mom, your dad, you, or another loved one, call right now and start 24-7 protection for about a dollar a day. With no setup fees, equipment charges, or long-term contracts. You've seen the rest. Now call Stay Safe now for our best price. 800-876-5235. 800-876-5235. 800-876-5235. That's 800-876-5235. Welcome back from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. I'm Teresa Watkins. I've been an advocate for water quality and conservation, protecting wildlife habitat, and restoring native plant and wildflower to our state. This is, I talk to master gardeners, naturalists, and environmental groups, and the most important garden clubs out there that are so important in protecting the environment, and also HOAs, you know, the, the boards, and they, they want to do the right thing. We're celebrating this month a day that I would like our listeners and groups to be more aware of. Dr. Kate Richardson with the Florida Wild Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. There you go. That's early in the morning. Uh, will be joining me. She is here with us right now, and she is going to talk to us about a day we're going to celebrate April 10th. Good morning, Dr. Richardson. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Dr. Richardson, tell us about the Florida Fish and Florida Wildlife Conservation. What are some of its responsibilities? Yeah, sure. So the FWC, as we call it, its mission is to manage fish and wildlife resources for their long-term well-being, but also for the benefit of the people. And it's a really interesting organization agency because it's actually authorized by the Florida Constitution to enact rules and regulations for fish and wildlife. That's so important. So now April 10th is National Gopher Tortoise Day. And how did you become a protector of gopher tortoises? <laughs> well, I guess the short answer is a lot of hard work and some luck. Um, I actually have a research background with graduate degrees in environmental science and policy, and I left my postdoc at Purdue when I got the chance to join the FWC Gopher Tortoise Program. That's wonderful. And we're so glad you're in the state of Florida. So gopher tortoises are extremely important to the health of wildlife in Florida. Why are they considered a keystone species? So being a keystone species means that a lot of other species in that ecosystem are significantly affected by that particular species' existence and its role within the ecosystem, to the point where if that species went extinct, there would be this ripple effect and, and a you know, pretty significant alteration to ecological dynamics. And in the case of the gopher tortoise, it's actually considered an ecosystem engineer as well because of the burrows it digs. And these burrows provide habitat, uh, shelter, foraging, and nesting, availability to more than 360 other species that we call commensals. That's, that's so important, and they're such gentle creatures. And we see them, uh, you know, we see their burrows. Uh, I have seen them when I go into HOAs, especially in, you know, Polk and Marion County, uh, the northern part of the state in these upland areas. And, you know, they don't really, we don't see them a lot so that we know that we're aware of them. Isn't, I mean, how, how do we, notice them in our communities? Is there is something that we should look for? Well, usually their burrows give away, you know, that they're nearby. Um, so the burrows themselves are noticeable. They usually have what we call an apron, which is that dirt that they expel when they're digging their tunnels. And that would be out front. So it's like a lighter color sand typically. But the entrance, the hole that they um, enter their tunnel system through is crescent shaped, just like the shell of a tortoise. So that's really a good clue that, hmm, this hole in the ground may have a gopher tortoise using it. Um, and it's, you know, something where we have a lot of people coming into Florida that have never been in the southeast, and they ha may have no idea what they're looking at. 
But once they once they figure it out and they hear about gopher tortoises in their burrows, it's usually easy to spot afterwards. I know it's just it's so important. I thought that when I learned that gopher tur- tur- tortoises uh, have a lateralization of their hands, so they can be just like us. They can be left-handed or right-handed, and the majority of them are right-handed. And you can tell by the shape of the burrow, the entrance, which direction it goes in. That's interesting. I, you know, and it's another thing. You can learn a lot about the tortoise when you look at their their burrow. Um, the size of it is going to be very similar to the size of the tortoise. So you can get an idea of if you're looking at a young tortoise or an old tortoise, for example. And how often do they move around? You know, they they tend to have more than one burrow that they go between, and it may depend on um, you know where they are, local in Florida. So. Some, you know, in the higher latitudes, it gets colder, so they may have sort of, sometimes we joke and say, oh, that's their summer burrow they go to, and oh, this is their winter one. But really, they're just kind of making sure that they have something to quick dive into if they need to protect themselves when they're out foraging, and, and they'll have it um, strategically placed based on where their resources are. So it's it's a very important to let everybody know that they're an imperiled species and, and, and they're protected. What kind of measures are that when you have a gopher tortoise do you need to do? Yeah, so the gopher tortoise is state-listed in Florida as threatened. Uh, it does experience different levels of protection depending on where you're looking within its range. Uh, it's found within the southeast U.S. And if you actually, like if you go past west of the Mobile and Tom Bigby rivers, you can even find that it's federally protected under the Endangered Species Act. But as far as what the state protections in Florida offer are basically prohibitions. And so if you looked up um, 68A27003 Florida Administrative Code, you could read all about what you can't do with a tortoise. But what's really important there is it's not just the tortoise that's protected. It's the tortoise's eggs. It's it's artifacts of the tortoise. If you find a shell out in the wild, uh, it's the burrow. The burrow itself is protected. Um, so what that means is really like you, you can't just walk up to a tortoise, a gopher tortoise, and decide I'm going to keep this as a pet or I'm going to feed it or I'm going to transport it and put it over here because I think it would like to live over here more. Um, you know, you can't sell them. So there's a lot there's a lot there to try and keep them wild. How um, far down does a gopher tortoise um, burrow go? Oh, I mean, it, it depends on the water table and where you're looking, but we say usually they're on average six feet deep, but they can be as long as 40 feet. That's that's wonderful. What kind of habitat do they like? They like the high, dry, sandy soils. So you, you, they actually occur within all 67 counties of Florida, um, but you're going to find them in the upland habitats, and they really they need forage plants. So in the areas where there's a lot of herbaceous or woody ground cover that offers food for them, that's where they're going to like it best. And so what kind of plants do gopher tortoises like? Um, so they're, they'll, if you have broadleaf grasses, grass-like veg, legumes, forbs, they're big fans of um, like blueberries and blackberries and wild grapes. There's actually a, um, I was going to talk about this a little bit later, but there is a Florida gopher tortoise-friendly plant guide you can reference, um, and that will kind of give you the lowdown on what kind of plants they eat, but also which of those plants provide the most um, to have offer the most foraging value to the tortoise. And I will link to that to, in social media and on our Facebook page. So April 10th is National Gopher Tortoise Day. How can private landowners participate? Tell us, you know, kind of about the program where they can get signage and get recognition for being a good steward of the environment. Yeah, okay, so the, the day itself um, was actually adopted by the Gopher Tortoise Council and the goal behind that was to increase awareness and appreciation for gopher tortoises. FWC promotes this day. You'll probably see some social media if you follow them um, shortly here. Uh, but having a specific day like that makes for the perfect excuse to organize a celebration, reach out to your local government organizations and say, hey, we have this, this resolution we'd like you to adopt, which you can pull off the website. Um, and that in itself will help spread the word about gopher tortoises. Um, you know, but as you as you alluded to, there's we don't have to just limit this to one day of the year. There's more we can do year-round as private citizens, and that kind of brings me to the Gopher Tortoise Friendly Yard Recognition Program. 
And this, this is a campaign that is meant to recognize property owners who take the steps to conserve tortoises on their property. And if you are recognized, you do get a sign, um, and you can put that up in your yard, show it off. And when you, when you install that sign, you're actually helping us raise awareness, just like we were trying to do through Gopher Tortoise Day, about gopher tortoises and how property owners actually matter, too, in this whole conservation story. I would love that. I would love schools to adopt a gopher tortoise because we do see schools with large properties, you know, especially around the baseball fields and things where it's nice and high and dry, where they could have gopher tortoises. And this is really something to be very proud of and, like I said, to be good stewards of. So um, so what is the criteria to participate in gopher tortoise-friendly uh, yard recognition? What do they have to do? Well, so with, with this campaign, I'm, I'm trying to prioritize inclusivity. So you don't have to have a certain size yard. You don't even have to have a gopher tortoise currently using your yard. All that you need to do on your application is demonstrate that you have a willingness to contribute to conservation. And what this means is you got to take some relatively small steps that collectively will make a big difference, especially if we can get, you know, our neighbors in on it and bring it to the next level of not just a gopher tortoise friendly yard, but a gopher tortoise friendly community. Um, so I don't know if we have enough time to go through all the criteria, but I'll definitely highlight a few here. And the first one that comes to mind for this audience would be, um, you know, starting a gopher garden. We talk about butterfly gardens, but in this case, you can think about those foraging plants and some of them are very attractive. Um, and you can, by offering them, planting them in your yard, you're creating a space where even if you didn't have a tortoise, you might attract one over um, and then, you know, basically increase the habitat quality within its home range. So, again, that, that Florida-friendly um, plant guide for tortoises, that would be a handy tool to reference as you try and think about maybe what you want to plant in your yard. And so we also want to make HOAs, um, you know, aware of their responsibilities and their landscape crews when they're driving those big tractors around, and especially around golf courses and around open common areas where gopher tortoises can walk through. So if you would please, Dr. Richardson, please give us the website people can go and get this information and provide it to their HOAs and provide it to their landscapers and we can educate more people about how important and special gopher tortoises are. Yes, of course. Um, so all of this is on the myfwc.com slash gopher tortoise page. There's cards on there you can click on. And if you make your way to the gopher tortoise friendly yard recognition card, you're going to see tips in there that are very applicable to lawn maintenance. Um, things like, hey, instead of riding over a burrow, use a weed whacker, you know, within 13 feet of it, or raise your mower blades as high as you can. Um, that way you don't end up inadvertently chopping up any tortoises. Some of them are hard to see, especially the little guys. Yeah. Um, and just thinking about what time of day as well um, that you get out there and mow to try and avoid when they're foraging. So no, I, lots of great information on that site. And, I appreciate um, yeah. that. That's wonderful. Hopefully Dr. Richardson, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I appreciate it. We'll post everything on Facebook and on our social media and get that out there. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, if it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call Bob, and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now, 800-890-5049, 800 
That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-897-5406. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 that's 800-513-1652 it has been said that everyone has a book in them but do you have the time or the ability to write your book maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. back to Better Lawns and Gardens. This is the time for your phone calls and text messages. Let me know you're out there and what you're drinking for your morning beverage. And you can give us a call and talk about your favorite plants, what you're growing, what you're having success with. Or if you're having a problem or you're new to the state, don't know what to do, give me a call. one 455 2967 Or you can text at 23680. And uh, we will, uh, you know, get you right on or discuss what you want to talk about. I had uh, someone call me, John, and he wanted to know, um, he had a uh, magnolia tree come down 
and during the storm, and it completely collapsed. And so he had to remove it. And underneath it was all of his shade plants, which they loved underneath the uh, magnolia tree. They loved the, the canopy and were doing wonderfully. But when the magnolia was gone, he said that the apodistra, which is the cast iron plant, which is only growing in shade areas, or the peace lilies, and also, you know, other shade plants, they were not doing well. And he was kind of hoping that he could cut them back down to the ground and um, they would recover and be used to the sunlight. And unfortunately, that's not going to happen because those shade plants always grow in shade. It's not something that they can adapt to a full sun or more sunlight. And so you can see this by, you know, apodistra and cast iron plants are very popular underneath the, um, the sandy areas underneath a bridge, an overpass. Those little gardens that you see, the grass growing or the plants growing, they're usually cast iron plants. And so you'll see a corner of the garden going out beyond the bridge, and the, the uh, cast iron plants are growing there, and they're not doing well. So it's something that you can really see the stress of the plants when they're in full sun. So you want to make sure that he can move them. That was my suggestion, is transplanting them underneath a, a, a nearby oak tree, creating another shade garden for them. And, uh, but, it, but they will never adapt to that area. That's the, the um, unfortunate response. So uh, make sure that you're planting right plant, right place. Let's go to Eileen in Polk County. Good morning, Eileen. How can we help you? Hi, Teresa. Um, my ugly croton is not ugly anymore. Yay! Um, yes, I cut it back, and I have all new leaves coming up. Um, also, my plants from Bluestone Perennials is coming today. Yay! That's another yay. <laughs> but what did you order I, from them? I'm sorry? What did you order from them? Oh, let me see if I have it written down. Oh, no. Okay. I threw the note away. <laughs> Um, I'll call you next week and let you know. Okay. I can't remember. Um, anyway, I had a bug, several bugs, that were on my crepe myrtle tree. Okay. I've never seen these before. They were about an inch long. They were black and gold. And they had all these tentacles. Tentacles. Like Tentacle. spiders? Yes. Okay. Were they I spiders? Put... No. They weren't. Okay, super. Oh, oh, okay. And did they move in a group? Well, how many were there? They moved in a group. I know what those are. I know what they are. They are um, tree cows. Um, I want to say tree cows, um, but they move in a group and they kind of, they just swarm all over the, the tree, but they just run up and down. Yes. I know what they are. I'll give you the name after I the next break. I'll I'll get the name from. But I think they're called tree cows. Um, somebody out there, correct me. And it's okay. really fascinating to watch. But they do not hurt your plants. They uh, what they're doing is they're running along and they're eating all the little bits of lichens and little uh, plant material that's up and down the crepe myrtle. And they will be just fine and they'll be gone before you know it. Oh, good grief, because I put seven dust on them because I thought they were so bad. And I also saw all the oh. black ants on the tree. Okay, so that's a different thing entirely. So, you know, but these tree cows, um, and again, I'll get the, the name. Bark, bark lice? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Did you look what it up? They? Bark lice. But they do not hurt the tree at all, and there's no reason to kill them. Um, but now the ants are a symptom. Okay, now how do your crepe myrtles look? Do you have any leaves on them at all? Yeah. Okay. I do. I do. And so ants usually are a symptom of sooty mold. And sooty mold is that honeydew that's on the plant that turns it that turns black. And it's usually the the um the secretions from the white flies or aphids that um is on the crepe myrtle. So the ants are coming after some kind of sap or some kind of uh excretion. Uh, sooty mold, and it's just a symptom. The ants will not hurt the crepe myrtle. Oh, goodness gracious. 
Did you kill so those I, two? <laughs> so I put seven dust around the bark of the tree because I thought they were one of these bad Asian beetles. That no, were no. Both of them tree. are harmless. They don't hurt the tree. Um, and so bark okay. lice, yes, that's what it is. But they're also called like tree And they're, they're bark what? Bark lice. Now, that sounds bad, but it's not bad. Okay. Bark lice. Yeah. Okay, but they are just, they're just there, and they're doing their own little thing, and they don't hurt the crepe myrtles at all. But you will see them on crepe myrtles and some other trees, and so they're, they're fine. You don't have to worry. So, 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 so you wait until Saturday morning and call me before you, you uh, spray any more chemicals or apply a dust. I will. Okay. I will. I I, I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm here stuff. for you, Eileen. <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I know oh we panic, though. I've done that before in my earlier days. I would panic, and you just reach for something to pour on it. And Well, I, I thought they were eating my tree, <laughs> and I saw all these tiny black ants, and that's what killed my oak tree. Well, and the they, ants didn't kill your oak tree. Well, what killed my oak? I don't know, but it wasn't the ants. <laughs> <laughs> again you know something was going on that 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 attracted the ants and so the roosters <laughs> i'm blaming it on the roosters there you go yes <laughs> oh eileen thank you you've made my day i love bark lice i love seeing them because it's so cool there's video games where you see all these soldiers and they all move towards the fort and they all go in different directions and watching the bark lice is just fascinating so what a, what a treat well, for you. I'll have, to, I'll have to tell Bob how fascinating they were, <laughs> and I killed a good bug. <laughs> no worries, Eileen. Way, yeah. Our crepe myrtles are, have all leaves on them. Good. Yeah, all of them have leaves. So they didn't. So I mean, the pollen count has been horrible. Yeah. But that's okay, you know. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I just think they're just leafing out late this year. I mean, I just thought they would have been a little bit more leaves on them, but it could be because of the rain. No, we have tons of leaves on ours. Wonderful. So, but, all right, I'm blaming the roosters on my mistake. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you so much, Eileen. I appreciate it. Good good. Good, good morning. And it's just, I love you, her roosters. I do, too. <laughs> do you have a gardening question or you want to talk about, before you reach for a chemical pesticide or herbicide, give me a call, one 455 2967 or you can text us at 23680. We give us, a, for a perfect uh, text message, your name and your city location. That will help me. Uh, with more, with better advice. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. It's the Bait and Tackle Life Jacket Fashion Debut. And here comes sport fisherman Fat Jack Brubaker sporting the new comfortable inflatable vest. Next up on the runway is everybody's chum, bass fisherman Joe Hastings, wearing the fabulous belt pack inflatable. 
Life jackets save lives. And with today's easy-to-wear designs, you'll be looking good. Wear it, Florida. For more info, go to wearitflorida.com. Did you lose health insurance because of a life change, like having a baby, getting married or divorced, changes in employment, or turning 26? You may qualify for quality, affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. During the special enrollment period, a certified health insurance navigator can help you find the right plan for free and without obligation. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Get help today. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. If your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit Year-Round Spray Oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests, but Summit Year-Round Spray Oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit Year-Round Spray Oil is available at fine garden centers and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. And welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. It's April Fool's Day, but Eileen was not fooling, and I wasn't fooling you. It's not tree cattle or tree tree cows. <laughs> yeah, it is not because I looked that up, uh, and, and there were actually cows and trees. So I'm trying to figure out how that happened. But it's tree cattle, and it's bark lice. And I just posted a video on Better Lawns and Gardens on our Facebook page of the bark lice and them moving, and it's just so cool. And so they are not bad bugs. They don't harm the trees. And so uh, you can see what Eileen was noticing. And what did she do? She reached for the pesticide. And so just before, you know, identify the bugs first. Call me, one 455 2967 Or you can text 23680 and let us know what um, you would uh, like to talk about. So how do I make a pineapple grow? Okay, so I don't know where you are in the state, uh, but you can make a pineapple grow by buying a pineapple from your grocery store. And then once you eat it, you've cut the top off, leave about, I would say, two to three inches, and you can plant that in the ground just, you know, with the, with the um, uh, leaves coming straight up, just plant it in the ground. And within two years, uh, you want to go through two winters, you will probably get another pineapple. So they are an epiphyte. They're in the bromeliad family, and they reproduce very easily. And you can start your own pineapple plantation. So, um, you know, the best thing to do is just get a pineapple, cut it off, and uh, start your own little crop of pineapples. So Ron in Cottondale, Florida, thank you very much for a perfect message. The freeze we had turned all my sagos brown. And I see people cutting off all the leaf branches. Is it okay to still do that or am I too late? No, you can cut off all the brown leaves on it. Leave some green um, and you'll be just fine. I will tell you that one time I had someone come by my house. And this is when I was in another whole different industry. I was in a different career. 
And they, I had two sago palms on each side of my driveway. And they said, uh, can we cut your sago palm? And, you know, cut the fronds off. And I said, yes. And I had some brown ones on there. When I looked out about an hour later, my sagos had no leaves on them at all. They were completely bald. They just, they cut everything off. And I panicked. I go, oh my goodness, what did they do? But within three months, I had fronds again. And within six months, they were all back to normal again. So it's not recommended that you do that. You don't need to do that. But it, 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 you can cut off the brown leaves without harming it. And then, you know, just leave the green healthy ones. But if there is, if you've got the cycad scale and you can get, you can go to Summit Responsible Solution Studios and get their year-round oil spray, which will kill the cycad scale, you want to cut then the fronds that are, um, that have it covered on them. Just go ahead and cut them off and throw them away and then spray your cycad with the uh, Summit year-round oil spray. And that will prevent the cycad scale from returning. Okay, great question, Ron. That's wonderful. So uh, they wrote me back, uh, the text message on the pineapples, and they said, yes, I have two pineapples growing, one on a small plant and one on a large plant. This is the large plant. So I think they sent me a picture, but I don't see it. I can't see anything on my uh, text uh, you know, screen. And so, um, so you do have pineapples on them? Well, then continue to keep fertilizing, and uh, right about August, September, October, it should be ready to grow. So when it, as it starts to turn yellow, you can go ahead and know that it's ripe. Uh, so size really um, doesn't really tell you that much about how, how um, ripe it is. It's when it starts to turn yellow. So uh, look for that. Keep on track because I will tell you the raccoons and all the different critters and stuff love to eat pineapples and they'll take a big chunk out of it before you even know it. My next text message says, do you um, think cocktails trees truly work? And if so, how do you care for them? A cocktail tree is a tree that has, you know, three, three, at least three different grafts on it from other fruit trees. And usually it's in the citrus family. So you have tangerines and oranges and lemons on one tree that they're all grafted on. And do they work? You know, they can. They're going to grow for a couple of years. But what I've seen is that one section of the tree, the one graft will die. And so you have a portion of the tree dead. And so, um, you know, just make sure you're fertilizing, that you're watering correctly, and that you're taking good care of it. Uh, it's in full sun, and they will they will live. I just don't think they live for a long time, only because they're grafted, and you know, portion of the trees die back, and then you've got you know a third of your tree is dead, and it looks bad. So I'm not a big fan of them. I usually recommend if you're going to have a tree, a fruit tree, have a you know one that's nice and healthy, has a good root stock, and is you know will last you you know several years, decades and uh, will be a better, you know, way to grow the fruit. All right? one 2967 or you can text at 23680. I really do appreciate Dr. Richardson for coming on. I think this is very important, and I will honestly tell you, it's more important than butterfly gardens is to plant gardens, native plant gardens for our gopher tortoises, get the education out there so that people do recognize how important that keystone species is for other wildlife and also for restoration habitat renovations. You want to restore habitat. We're losing so much with developments. And it's important that builders, you want to be aware in your community when you see a gopher tortoise that you let your landscape crews know. Now, what kind of plants do gopher tortoises eat? Well, sea grapes are wonderful. They're a moderate forage value. They're native species. Then also Japanese persimmon, uh, Chickasaw plums. Now trees, and I'll just be honest with you, trees are kind of a low to moderate resource for turtles or tortoises because they can't climb. So the fruit is on, you know, the tree and then it falls down. So, you know, and they only have that fruit for certain times of the year. So it's better to plant shrubs plants, and flowers that the tortoises can have year-round. So, but I will say the trees. So sea grape, Japanese persimmons, 
persimmons, Chickasaw plums, flatwood plums, sumac, wing sumac, which is wonderful. I love wing sumac. turns a beautiful red uh, in the fall and wintertime. Then the shrubs are pawpaw, beauty berries, white stopper, uh, hackberry, huckleberries, blue huckleberries, bush daisies, hibiscus, especially the uh, native mallow is better for them. And then weeping lantana, lantana depressa, and then lepidezas, which are a legume, and then blackberries, sable palmettos, or scrub palmettos, I'm sorry, scrub palmettos, sable miners, saw palmettos, and then sparkleberry, blueberries, and Spanish bayonet. Wait, sparkleberries? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sparkleberries. Sparkleberries are moderate to high forage value for gopher tortoises, attractive flowers and greenery and fruit, and it attracts wildlife and butterflies. So you could have a butterfly gopher tortoise garden combined. That is that is pretty awesome. Isn't it? And so vines, butterfly pea, railroad vine, passion flowers, maypop, wild grapes, and cultivated grapes too. Leave some for the gopher t- tortoises. The flowers could flowers can be asters, paintbrush, pineland daisies, golden asters, coreopsis, and day flowers, blanket flowers, and sunflowers. And then all kinds of weeds that Biden's Alba, the beggar ticks, is a great uh, resource for gopher tortoises. Ground cherries, verbena, pansies even, Wedelia, all kinds of good stuff. Prickly pear cactuses for gopher tortoises. So I just want to start pushing for gopher tortoise gardens and gopher tortoise recognition so we can educate the public, educate builders and developers and HOAs on how they are protected, their burrows, their gopher tortoises themselves, and gopher tortoise eggs. Very, very important. And so uh, it's, uh, you know, just something I'm just thinking. April 10th, Gopher Tortoise Day, and let everybody know you can get a recognition sign for your yard by going to myfwc.com and looking on the Gopher Tortoise page. I'll post links. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Saturday morning, I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Darcy the cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. 